0: FM to get started. Hey, Afterbuzzers! Welcome to a new Big Little Lies After Show here at Afterbuzz TV. I'm your host Sam Davidson, and we're going to be talking about season one, episode five, titled "Once Bitten." We have a lot to say, so please stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, Afterbuzz TV. And now. Let the buzz begin! Do
0: you need... Aw, hello again, guys. How awesome is this music? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Little Lies After Show again. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. Ryan is maybe missing in action. We might see him in, but I have the beautiful Raquel
1: here. Yeah. Please introduce yourselves, let us know where we can find you on Twitter. Yes, and as she just said, my name is Raquel Harris, and you can find me on all social media at Raquel Harris TV. And of course, guys, follow AfterBuzz
0: TV at AfterBuzz TV Twitter and Instagram. Absolutely. And I have a live chat open if you guys want to chat. We love your comments; they're so smart. Yes. And your comments, as is the show, continuing like to get smarter. Yeah,
1: it's it's nice to see you guys kind of put your input in and, and kind of just you know have your predictions just like we do. So, and it's nice to know like everybody's like watching the story unravel as we are. I mean, obviously you aren't because you have read the book, but you obviously you know kind of well, tie it both together. And yeah. It's nice to see your perspective on it. So. it it's
0: uh, changing, so I don't know what's yeah. going to happen next at this point. Because just a general note on this episode, I feel like I'm playing a whole new game mm. once this episode came out.
1: Yeah, it's this one was so action packed. I was so like, wow, okay, like stuff is stuff is really starting to like pop off. But yeah, no, I, this episode honestly to me was my favorite so far.
0: Yeah, it was really good. Speaking of stuff starting to pop off, mm-hmm. we have Renata. Yes. So, Madeline, the start of the episode is that she's having a nightmare, which, you guys, I have a lot of nightmares. I'm going to be real. And they're vivid, and I remember them. I so, love my nightmares. I know. And I like, I'm like. i like, oh, that was very telling. Mm. And yeah. this nightmare of Madeline's was very telling. Yeah. Again, it was a Muppet, you know, yeah. with uh, Renata. I think that with this kind of show, too, they're putting in seeds in our brain.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it was, I mean, obviously with Madeline, Renata's her biggest enemy. So, of course, that's the person that's pushing you off the cliff. That's the one person that's making you go over the edge. And I thought that was symbolic of that, too. Like, she's just, she's losing her mind. You know, her daughter's left now. And I just feel like she, that was all symbolic of her just kind of like, I can't take this anymore. I'm falling off the edge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other thing about Renata that I found interesting was is Gordon. Because Gordon, in the book, he was almost... You know those characters that they have when they're interviewed by the detective? Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of passing characters? Yeah. You don't really know what their purpose is. They were there. And that's kind of what Gordon was in the mm-hmm. book. But in the show, I really like him. Yeah. I think he was a little weird last week, but it's a man. And he I love the way he interacted with Amabella.
1: Uh, you know... I like gordon i think he's my favorite husband out of all the husbands for sure yeah. i mean i like ed but ed kind of showed a little bit of more weirdness mm-hmm. this episode so i'm like uh and then when Ooh. they went to the interviews and then they were like yeah something's just off with it ed. like ed's never been like normal yeah
0: we'll get into that because i'm so glad that yeah the, okay what do they call it in musicals i knew and the, like the chorus and what uh, do you know what i'm talking about I, like, the intermi-
1: not the intermission, but um, I know what you what mean. Like need. the chorus,
0: essentially. And I've been in musicals so many times, so I should know this. But they are essentially that. Uh, mm. Like the chorus. They are the crowd talking. Right. And that, the fact that they said that about Ed, I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. But we'll get to that, yeah. Right. But uh, with, you know, I, I do think the Gordon thing is interesting because it's newer for me. And he loves his daughter. And Amabella, it's kind of messed up. It's like she's
1: one of them in the making. Yeah. You yeah. see how they're all suppressed? For sure. I mean, Amabella, I just, I'm just i just trying to figure out, like, what is happening to you, kid? Like, once the bite happens... Renata, which I, I'm happy that she reacted that way because most moms would. Like, who is hitting my daughter? Who's putting their hands on her? Like, what is going on? And Gordon, he's not... I feel like oftentimes the moms are always, like, you know, super freak out because that's, like, that's their baby. But the dad is a little bit more calm. Like, okay, let me logically, you know, pan everything out, figure everything out. So... I think he, Gordon, even though he seems like he can come off as nonchalant sometimes, it's only because I think he's trying to level her out.
0: Yeah, one of the things I wish Gordon would have said was, okay, I'm worried too, I'm upset too, but that doesn't mean we need to target this kid, Ziggy. Because I I think that deep down, what Gordon didn't say is that he doesn't think it's Ziggy. Right. It's bigger than that. Right,
1: absolutely. And then I just feel like, too, Amabella, it sucks because you're you know I understand that she, I mean we don't know who's hurting her so maybe she's just afraid to speak about it but that would have been my first thing too like Amabella I, I need you to tell me who is doing this to you because you know who it is and I understand that you're scared but we're here to help you and that sucks because you know telling a little kid that it's it's, you know and to think it starts that young yeah but is, I mean I feel like if, you know they're still afraid of like imaginary monsters so absolutely. a real monster obviously is just you know 10 times worse yeah
0: and uh, Julie Collard in the chat said I like how we are getting more info on the side characters in the Mm -hmm. book it was really lacking on info to the characters taking talking to the police so i completely agree with you i think that it's a definite plus that they are discovering more and they're changing a bit the side characters Mm -hmm. and their involvement in it let's talk a little bit about madeline um so we see that nightmare and then we uh see her texting Celeste mm-hmm. and she's having sex in the kitchen so Madeline's like okay I'll have sex in the kitchen
1: right with Ed and she and it's like so weird because I don't know. It's just and then it, it was funny though when they cut to the um the interviewees again and they were like I just can't, you know, you just can't imagine them having sex. And I'm like, you know, I've never sat and thought about it, but I really couldn't imagine them having sex either. I know that obviously they do cuz they're husband and wife and they but, had a kid. Right. Uh, right. Exactly. So by default they're having sex, but it is a very awkward i don't know if it's real am i just doing this because i am married to you or is it because okay i have this emotion to do it it's almost as if they plan sex instead of just you know having it spontaneously happen which is weird too and i love um the 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 smaller daughter what um <clears throat> chloe chloe she's just so she's so sharp and i do start to like her more and more because at first i was like okay chloe she's a little annoying a little bit for me but now i'm starting to like her more and more because she's so sharp and she's just so attuned to everything that's going on around her because when she left she was just like yeah you guys can continue doing mm-hmm. whatever it is that you thought that i didn't know you were doing and i'm just like girl you are so funny she's- yeah
0: and it was an addition and it's cool because she's almost like i don't want to say like the god of the show but she yeah. has this like higher thinking yeah that she's doing that no one else. Else is picking up on because every other character is so involved in themselves right. and their drama, and this girl is just playing the soundtrack, but really she understands more than anybody else does what's happening. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I wouldn't be surprised, I mean, and I, I don't know this from reading the book, because I, at this point, you guys, I'm just like spitballing it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, That if she's the one that says okay, this is the person that's hurting Amabella. hmm and is you know kind of the voice of reason Mm -hmm. and she's also the voice of the show because of the music which is
1: amazing i know she's like the playlist she's the soundtrack of the she is yeah
0: let's talk about madeline and joseph
1: oh yeah yeah i know and i'm in my mind i'm thinking like okay i know that you guys probably had whatever you had in the past and that's fine but I don't know. I mean, obviously, Madeline, and I'm not excusing anyone from, like, cheating. You should never cheat or you should never, you know, you know, commit adultery. But at the same time, I guess I'm just like, is if you're not happy, then don't stay. Don't cheat. But don't stay with someone that you're just not, you don't feel completed by. Because I, I feel like I wholeheartedly feel that when people cheat, it's because they have an incomplete part of them. Or they feel like, okay, wherever I am right now, I'm not being, you know, I'm not... Feeling as 100 as I could with this other person. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it sucks because I don't want it to be happening to Ed. But at the same time, I feel like, okay, Madeline, you need to... This is a serious conversation that you need to have with Ed. And, you know, say, hey, you know, this person... I kind of have feelings for or I'm just feeling risque with them.
0: Well you know I think when you get to a certain age and I don't know this from experience but I think once you have a child with someone especially and especially if it's your second marriage Mm -hmm. you kind of are like this is it and I'm going to make it work no matter what and then you kind of have to go to other outlets to make it work Uh, Sheena McNamara in the chat said I think Ed is a red herring he's just a little strange to throw us off to think he's involved in the murder but i don't think he is hmm. um but to me that's one of the things that i feel i'm not letting it go in in the book i loved him ed was my ed, ed yeah. was the only normal person okay but in the show i um i'm just picking up on a lot of easter eggs i feel like the writers and producers are dropping to us more than a red herring hmm. i think to me the show as itself is about kind of it's about women. And how they're somehow suppressed by by men in one right. way or another and how they overcome it
1: mm. or their own issues too. yeah, and it has a lot to do with their own issues. yeah, because I feel like the men <clears throat> I feel like the men in the show, they obviously ha- are creating some of the problems, some of the problems for some of the women. but I do feel like well, at least with Madeline's case, Ed can't help but, you know, if you don't love him, then you just don't love him. And now we don't know what's going to happen, you know, in the next two episodes. But at the same time, I feel like, okay, (coughs) Madeline, you're being your own issue. There's nothing that you really have. There's no problem in your life at all. With Jane, I feel like Jane has a serious problem. Celeste has a serious problem. Renata, I feel like, you know... She's just a problem. Yeah, Renata's just like, I just want to create an issue because I'm bored. Like, I don't really feel like Renata or Madeline really have anything to complain about. They just have first world problems. <coughs> so... I agree with you. Um, but I think in they're trying to make it
0: deeper and more confusing. Yeah. And I'm not really sure... If that's just gonna all be a red herring, yeah, or not?
1: Because I mean, it could be. It could be like how Gina <coughs> said last week, and he's he just needs to have something a little bit wrong with him so that it kind of makes you pay attention. But it's like a Kansas City Shuffle where it, it's actually just something else happening. Like, yeah,
0: I don't know. But what I picked on up on with Ed last week, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna forget that, and I don't think that I think that is real, and mm. I think that is something that the writers created from the book that really? wasn't in the book. And, I mean, I could be being crazy, but that's... I think that there's something weird with Ed, for Mm. sure.
1: And, I mean, the whole affair with Madeline wasn't in the book either. Mm. So there's a lot of things (coughs) that are just kind of a little, like, changing, you know. Oh, and then, too, Ed was a little bit more weird for me um, when Abigail came back home. And Ed was, like, leaving, like, you know, letting them have their girl time to talk. And then Ed just kind of peeks over like he's looking at her. And I do feel like maybe I hope that that's not the case where he's like a pedophile or he's he has been touching on Abigail because mm. that would be so disturbing. But with the way that he's been acting with women, I mean, maybe not a pedophile, per se, because he kind of gave... um it's only crap is the same look but i you know right, right. and her
0: sweat and jesus I yeah
1: mean. and i'm like when is i i mean i'm not attracted to sweat period ever i just don't but i mean and when he said oh yeah sweaty women i'm like ew. okay that's that's you know people are into whatever they're into so that's <clears> cool. <throat> Okay,
0: the thing is about Abigail, mm-hmm. have you picked up on anything that you think it's going to be more
1: than her just being the annoying daughter that's bratty and yeah. a storm between her parents? Yeah, I just don't know what it is, though. Like, I guess in my mind, I'm like, okay, she's obviously over the situation that she was in with with her mother and mm-hmm. with Ed. But, I mean, I'm guessing it could be a combination of things. Like, okay, she feels like um, Chloe gets more um, attention. attention. Yeah, She's kind of, um, you know, started a new family and she just feels like... Like she's kind of the oddball in the bunch because she's having to battle between well she's also having to deal with the parents or the fighting between her two parents so I think that that's it could be a number of different things she's a very liberal and very open minded person so she might you know could be going
0: nuts. yeah with that being said i mean because there was a moment where uh madeline went into uh abby's facebook mm-hmm. and said and you know she saw something that said oh is this the picture you're going to use like i don't think it's provocative enough. Right. and you're like what is she going to use it for right so I think there's a lot more going on with that character that we will get into Mm -hmm. and again like yeah some I'm not going to talk about the books but I think that they're going to change it but keep it like they're going to amplify things yeah
1: it could be I mean and I mean just to tie this into possibly it being um, a reason why she's kind of acting weird is she may have been touched at a younger age than what she is now and then maybe that's kind of escalated into okay I want to be more provocative or I want to be more risque and you know little girls or any child is very sensitive at that age which is why Ziggy is acting out the way that he is or he's you know yeah. he's ha- he has anger issues and a lot of other characters of the children yeah yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely absolutely so that's a very sensitive time in any child's development where you kind of you need to shelter them from certain things in order for them to have at least you know an okay life growing up. Like, of course, every kid or every person needs to experience, you know, bad times, good times, emotional, you know, so, you know, just certain things that it just you can't get away from being a human. But I do feel like children are so delicate that you can't, you know, expose them to everything right at that moment because they may have other problems later on, which to me was interesting with, with Ziggy when um, she said that when she gave birth to Ziggy, he didn't cry like all other babies. And I'm like... Okay, but unless being—if the father could pass on those types of genes, I just don't—I don't know how true that is. If you can do that, like, I don't—I mean— Well, it's nature versus nurture. Right. Because I'm like, how— I don't know I just I don't I don't believe that until I see like some some research like some strong like science behind well, until that. it's like your own child then you're like right. I didn't do this right <laughs> exactly so it's like how but, I mean she obviously is kind of like okay but see a lot of kids don't cry at, at when they're first born so I mean yeah it's it's definitely a rarity but it doesn't mean that your child is off well it's
0: almost as though I mean imagine you know if you got raped sexually assaulted mm. and then you had to have a child from that and you wanted to keep it right I think that like it's a projection Mm, almost energy yeah just going into it that she is just like oh he's not crying and it's because of x y and z it's right because he's messed up and i think that this entire story in a way there's no main character mm-hmm. but we kind of are seeing it through jane's eyes because we are new to this world as mm, is she that's not okay i didn't even think about that and is- i don't necessarily like agree with every like i to be honest, Jane is my least favorite character.
1: Really? Why?
0: I don't know. I just find her like the least interesting and I I don't know. There's just something about her I don't I didn't connect with in the books either, but it really? was always kind of like, you know, cuz you see a new show, so many shows. It's like this character comes into a new ca- new town mm-hmm. and you start with like their interactions and their story with this right. town. And that's kind of what we are at with Jane. Mhm. So I, in a way I feel as though this whole thing is through Jane eyes, which again guys
1: it's not in the book but that's just my take right. on it. Right. Okay. I I mean me personally I really like Celeste, and I really like Jane, just because she's the younger one. She's kind of... She's just new to so many things. She's new to the community. She's new as a mom, well, as a younger mom experiencing something totally different. She's not as well off as the other mothers, but she still has a connection because she she has her own issues. So, I love Jane, and then I love Celeste because Celeste is a a very strong, strong woman, even though that kind of contradicts the situation that she's in. Mm -hmm. She's so... It's, I don't know, it's like, it's it's as if she's aware of what's going on, but she deals with it because I really don't know. Well, I think that it's
0: kind of, I'm not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, I'm not a therapist, Mm -hmm. but I think that it's kind of textbook of women that are abused and they Mm -hmm. take blame. Yeah. They think that it's their fault and they think that they're partaking in it. Right. And Nicole Kinman is so brilliant in this role. I mean, I know we've had a lot of comments just that her accent comes in and out, and I didn't realize it until this episode, and it did. Yeah. Um, And it's weird because she's been in so much stuff where she's had a perfect American
1: accent. She probably is just like, I mean, no, I won't say she got lazy. Well, it's
0: like an HBO show. It's like a big thing. I don't really understand quite what's happening. If it could have been that she's from...
1: Yeah. Somewhere
0: else. I, I wish they could have explained it because, yeah, the accent is a, a bit distracting yeah. for me.
1: Really? See, no, I mean, when I hear it, I I kind of, I'll, I'll like, pay attention to it, and, but then I'll go back to the story. Because I guess it's like, well, yes, we all know. Like, yeah. Yeah,
0: well, I never heard it until, I guess, maybe because someone, someone online last week pointed it out. And so I... Heard it this week, so maybe yeah. that's why
1: I heard it specifically. It's kind of like when you drive a car, and now you see all those other cars. It's yeah. like once someone points it out, it just comes
0: exactly. Like, yeah, but it, you know, her storyline this uh, this episode. So let's talk about her and in, in its mm-hmm. entirety. And uh, man, Perry. The thing is, okay. First I'm of so all, sick of Perry. did you watch? I forget. I've asked you this. You mm-hmm. have not watched True Blood. I have not no. watched True Blood. So I will just give a throw out to Alexander Skarsgård in this episode. He used that voice to like chase after the kids, and he's like, I'm
1: oh, coming wow. after you.
0: So it's like a cameo. Or like it, like almost was a throwback to True Blood because oh, that's, he that's would awesome. get a little angry and be like. <laughs> would be so silly and stupid. He was a vampire. Right. Um, I love that show, by the way. I mean, throw out <laughs> to uh, True Blood. But, yeah, it was and it's one of those things, too. You see him being nice with the kids, and when you see people being nice with children, mm-hmm. you're like, they're good people.
1: Right. And he's Obviously, the complete opposite, and I feel like he's and the what's unfortunate too is that the kids are against her too. Not they don't know it, but subconsciously they don't really favor her as much as they do the father. Like I mean, just like when they were coming, when he was coming out of, from the airport from Chicago, right. they run up to him and because he's a, a novelty, in a, in right? No way. And there's another oh, like for instance, when they were shooting and they were shooting at each other in the in the kitchen, and then he doesn't like he's obviously the dad, like that's playing as the monster. He's going after the kids, but but instead the kids start shooting the mom and I don't know if that was something that I'm thinking that's just way too extreme no but, I don't think so because it was just like why are you shooting mom shoot dad dad's being the monster like why do you you know but in in your eyes maybe you feel like the monster is your mom because maybe the it's the person every day telling you to do this do that right and, and then, the good guy's not there it, exactly exactly and so in my mind I'm thinking to myself but still okay this is your mom like this is your mom that buys you things that makes you food that puts your clothes on in the morning like does everything and it it hurts me to see celeste going through that because the men in her life literally really don't pay attention to her and even though they're 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 her kids it's just like oh well here's dad i love dad whatever and like and they no matter how long she stays with them throughout the day they still listen to her or listen to him before they listen to her See, like, coming from a,
0: I, I, and it made me actually feel bad coming from two kids. You know, me and my brother, our parents got divorced at 10. Mm-hmm. And we always loved Dad. And mm. Dad was the one that did all the messed up stuff that caused the divorce. But mm. we didn't see him as much. So we were so excited. Mm. And, you know, it sucks. And that's a hurtful thing to the mother, especially when the mother is in denial yeah. about being, like, beat. But right. on that note, we have the therapy sessions.
1: Yes, which was so... Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: which... Okay, so I told you guys last week, This what, it was different from the books that they went to therapy together. But now this is more on point. Yeah. Which is that she's going to therapy alone. Mm-hmm. And the therapy... Because I said, I said last week, you know, doesn't someone have a, a duty to
1: society legally? Right. I mean... <sighs> it sucks that was a very hard scene to watch for me because she literally is just not in her right mind she Mm -hmm. isn't excuses it's my fault yeah and she was like I'm not gonna have you victim I'm not gonna have you bully him or victimize him or say or say that he's the one that's wrong we're both wrong we're we're this we're this and then she's you know and the therapist is saying okay but did did he know that you were coming here by yourself no Mm -mm. no and it's like it's like come on Celeste like wake up I know it's it's very very hard It's, it's a hurtful situation but celeste please get she's out of, so smart she is exactly it's like but no matter how smart you are you can always get tripped up by something because you're still a human at the end of the day no matter how great and how amazing you are and then the scene like when they were um picking up the pieces or she was she was like oh well he well he said it's, it's a it's a fucking mess in here i don't want to live in a in a pigsty and she's like okay pick him up then and he's just so mentally manipulative oh well i'm gonna make you feel bad because i need to go to work right now and you're sitting there doing yeah. nothing one so. by one by one. Oh my gosh like i was like this dude is and it's so weird it's like did you go to a camp where they taught you how to like mentally manipulate someone or to bully someone it's so like he's so bizarre and just so insane that i'm just like how like wow I would literally just. I would have to. That would have to be it for me. But well, when you say that about
0: the camp, right? I mean, it's just like a term. You know, I get yeah. what you're saying, but could you think that the kids are going through the twins are going right, through their own camp. camp? That's their camp, and that's how they're learning to treat to treat women. Yeah, and absolutely. that's probably how Perry learned to treat women. True, and it's this ongoing cycle, which I think is a theme of the show. Is an ongoing cycle and trying to stop it, but not necessarily being able to because it's either inconvenient or mm-hmm. just it's too hard, right? And it's just your life, and you just want to raise your kids right and do the right thing for them, not cause drama. Yeah, but the I think the point about the show is that everything is coming to a
1: like a bubble, like yeah. a boiling point, absolutely, which is. I mean, more or less what happened in the end.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk again about Jane a little bit more. There's one scene I want to say that was very cool with all three women, Jane, Celeste, and Madeline. They're all running. Mm-hmm. And you all, you see each of their stories. Yeah. What they're going through. And they're running to something, and they all get there together. And they're united because they're all going through something, but each thing they're going through is different. Right, right. Did you, like, feel that that was kind
1: of... I don't know, telling because there's this big mystery as well. Like obviously they're part of it. I kind of felt I mean, even in the intro though, when they were dropping off their kids in the same way at the end when they're picking up their kids, I don't know if they were dropping them off or picking them up at the same or mm-hmm. um, but yeah. they always I love how each episode intros because they all get their story told or what they're doing for this episode in the beginning and they either they're always doing the same activity, like dropping off their kid or um, painting with their kids. Like or they're all different, but they're all the same at the right, same time. Right. At the same we all have the same story struggles we just experience them in a different way or we experience a different struggle so i mean whenever i see them on the beach i always kind of correlated with this is my relaxed time this is my thinking time this is the time where I'm, I'm trying to release everything that's been going on for these past couple of days and I'm doing it with my friends, and I mean at the end of the day they always- they come together because they they do share that struggle or they can talk to one another, just like you know regular girlfriends yeah. it's like, okay, oh my gosh, like I'm you know I have to pay these student loans and you know whatever else like you it's not necessarily to say Misery loves company, but in a sense, it does. Misery does love company. Yeah, yeah. It it's, sucks miserable alone. Right, exactly. So, I mean, and I feel like they've kind of had to, they've pulled each other together throughout for four. Yeah, and it's like
0: taking a symbol of being a mother and, or being a wife in mm-hmm. each character, which is um, a big part of the writer, Leanne Moriarty, like right. that's what she does in all of her books. It's mm-hmm. kind of like each person has a general struggle and then bringing characters together in a yeah. way. Which is one of the reasons I love the show and I loved that book so much. Um, again, so, guys, we got to have a, Sa- they call him Saxon Banker. Saxton Banker. This- Saxton ba- was it Banker? So, I don't know. Okay, so in the book, I'm just, they called him Saxon Banks. Mm-hmm. Saxon Banks, but uh, something like that. They changed it a little bit, yeah. which was unnecessary, just confusing all of us. Um, but we do get to see him. I know. Finally, I'm like,
1: yay, yeah. Which and was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I was like, come on, Stephen. There you go.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much again, Stephen yes, Graybill. You so much fun for coming in last week. And he, what did you think about that? Because don't you think that somebody? I thought I mean, he
1: knew her. I thought he really knew he recognized her face because he gave her this like kind of like prolonged look like. I'm going to play along with this. Like maybe maybe he didn't really really know who she was, but he probably it was like a faint memory because it just I don't know. It just seemed off like it was like girl, what are you here for? Or and if he didn't know who she was, he definitely knew like she's not here for what she's saying that she is. Because I was I mean That whole scene was just so intense, especially when, like, it got silent and you just heard. Slow-mo and all that. I know. I was like, oh, my God. Please, girl, do not. Like, if you're going to do something, then just do it. Get out of there. But I'm like, okay. Like, there has to be other people around. Because I'm like, and she shot him, right? Because, like, we don't. Okay. Well, that
0: to me. So, you said that before we went on here. And I was, like, thinking to myself, because this is all new for me. That scene didn't happen. Oh, really? No. Like, he, in the book. He was not, he was just talked about. His picture was quote-unquote shown, you know, in the book. They looked at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it it gets a little more complicated. And quite honestly, in the book, I thought it didn't make sense. So I'm kind of glad that the Mm -hmm. TV show is going to... Opening
1: up his character a little bit Yeah, it's
0: definitely going to open up his character. But I thought that she maybe thought... She wasn't quite sure what he looked like, and maybe this was him, maybe it wasn't him. Really? Well, because she had the picture, though. I feel like she... I yeah, mean, but when she saw the picture, I think she was like, yeah, I think that's him. Maybe that's mm. him. I think that's when it was questionable, and then she decided, yeah, 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 yeah. I got this. That's him. But it could not be him, because I think that she
1: was like, I'm not really sure. Right. Oh. Well, I mean, I... If not, then I'd be like, okay, well... It looks like him. I'm glad that you found whoever you found. (laughs) You're like, well, yeah, this is interesting. Um, Right. Let's see.
0: Julie Collard in the chat says, Jane freaks me out with that gun in her bed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she's, but I mean, it's sad because that's obviously, you know, that's her way of trying to protect herself, but that's a a result of her being raped, and she no longer wants that to happen. She also has a kid now, so it's like, I'm a single mom. I live by myself with my kid, so I need to, you know, take certain precautions.
0: And it is a very scary thing to have been sexually assaulted. But, you know, I think that Jane moved to this town Mm -hmm. for part of that reason.
1: Yeah. And then to go back... She's just trying to get closure.
0: Yeah, I think she is trying to get closure, and Ziggy is getting, un- unfortunately, yeah. looped into
1: that. But then it's like, well, what do you do? after you? If you kill him, then, I mean... So,
0: okay, okay. I wish that <laughs> we had, like, Ryan or Jesse here, because I feel like we saw uh, different things, and I... I'm not. I did. I only saw this once before I came in here. So you saw that Jane shot. No, she didn't shoot
1: him. I just thought that that was what was happening. I just assumed that. It was very vague. Yeah. I just assumed. Because then when she ran out, and I'm like. Did you shoot him? Like, yeah. what happened? Like, did, like I didn't know what happened, but I was like, I'm just assuming, like, okay, she shot him. Or it's like, I don't know. But I also feel like, okay, she wouldn't do that in a public setting like that. Yeah, guys, let us
0: know in the chat, because I think we might have missed a beat, maybe, or maybe not. I think maybe it's supposed to be up to our interpretation. Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure, because I think I know everything, and then I'm like, wait, nope, 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 this didn't happen. I'm so confused. I, I might I be think.
1: tripping. I mean, that's just what I, I felt well, what might happen. Have been happening. Jane
0: was definitely creepy when she called Madeline yeah. and was, you know, she had the gun
1: and she's, like, ready to go. Because I'm like, something, I don't, I mean, and then just the way she took off. Like, I don't know if she just got scared and like freaked herself out and then ran out maybe that could have that could have very well happened but I guess in my mind she's I'm like, like show me your penis oh no not the same one sorry yeah <laughs> it's like, like, I was like okay because I mean unless she maybe she was doing it as just a test drive to see how she would react and then she's gonna come back again but then it's like you've already ran out so you've already freaked everybody out around you and so. he told
0: her he was she was making him uncomfortable yeah
1: I'm like what is going on I don't like I don't understand and then like when she got like close up to him I'm like what are you trying to do like are you like what's what's happening right here yeah but... like
0: why did you come here <laughs> yeah. it's you know to me it's so I I uh, I told Raquel this when we were watching I was like Jane's my least favorite character yeah and uh, she's one of Raquel's favorite characters I, I don't know there's something about her that I just it just doesn't resonate it does and it doesn't um and is it because she's too mysterious? Or no, is it... I love... Myst- I, I guess I do like knowing what's happening,
1: generally. Mm, you can't really break her down yet. I know what you mean. Like, it, you just can't... Typically, people like to... F- they feel more comfortable when they have you figured out. And because we don't really have her figured out yet, it's yeah, like a... I have
0: way too big of an imagination. So, okay.
1: And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're gonna take down everybody. <laughs> right, yeah. And that may be, you know, because... Uh, I don't know. So... I'm curious about this Amabella thing. Like, that's, I don't know what, I'm so Have confused. Your, has your
0: mind changed at all? Because we, uh, I asked you a couple weeks ago who you think hurt her.
1: I don't know. I I mean, if she's getting bit, like, and then the, the mouth, like, the print. Like, is this a vampire show? Yeah, like, the print, <laughs> the print was little, so I'm like, it's a little mouth i don't know like i'm now i'm like i'm i keep going back and forth like okay i don't know i don't know if it's ziggy or not i hope it's not ziggy and i always say that every single week i really don't want it to be ziggy because i just think he's he's the coolest Mm -hmm. but at the same time i don't know i'm like is amabella hurting herself like what what
0: is yeah it's definitely complicated uh sheena mcnamara in the chat said uh as far as uh (laughs) <laughs> amabella or no as far as jane and said uh, the entire thing she said i think that she's not sure it was him and freaked out but i think it's up for interpretation right now
1: yeah i don't know i don't know what was her name i'm sorry uh sheena sheena yes i am not sure i'm i'm like at this point it could just be anything because <laughs> i feel like anything is happening right now like Ma- I did not expect Madeline to start cheating. I Mm-mm. did not see that coming at Me all. Me either, guys. I- <laughs> no, literally though, I just did. didn't have it. Yeah, I thought I'm- I knew everything. I'm- I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then you have a history. Like, I don't I don't know. There's a lot of different things that I didn't know. I didn't know Renata was gonna have sex. In her office. That was weird for me. But at the same time, I get it. You know, a lot of people's stories are are changing. Exactly. So, I mean, I I, I hope. Because then it's still, too, we haven't figured out who died. Yeah, no, that's still. And
0: we didn't get it. We got a couple flash forwards-ish. And that was cool. You know, we got a couple of those detective scenes. Yeah. And a couple of, like, faces, apparently, you know, at the Elvis-Audrey Hepburn trivia Mm -hmm. thing. Where somebody dies, and I, you know, that's the whole thing. It's a mystery. Yeah.
1: So on that note, let's get into some predictions. Well, I, um, I predict that I'm just gonna have to go and head and say it. And I guess I feel like um Jane shot him, and either either she shot him, and she's trying to, you know, or she either she shot him, and she's trying to run away, or she freaked out and then just left. I don't know, but I do feel like um, Stephen Graybill or um, Saxon is going to come back into the picture briefly. It probably won't be a long scene, but briefly, briefly. And I think that Ed is going to catch Madeline up in her cheating. And I think that Ed possibly might be a little pervy.
0: Oh, now we think Ed's pervy. Yeah. I know,
1: because I like Ed. But it's like, I don't want him to be, I don't want him to be, but, you know, I keep, now I keep There's no about- denying his perviness,
0: I yeah. personally think, at this point. He's one degree away from being a perv, and, <laughs> you know, like, we're close to that. <laughs> Unfortunately. I mean, I love Ed, too. Uh, I, the thing is, with that storyline is that they're completely changing it. And I love... It's Reese Witherspoon, if you guys didn't know, produced the show. Mm -hmm. So did Nicole Kidman. Yes. But I think that she wants to change her character a little bit. And they are making it more interesting. But I think that the thing with uh, Joe, Joseph, Mm -hmm. Madeline, it's not over. And the wife knows. We saw that. The wife looked at her and she... She knew something
1: was happening. Yeah, for sure. So that's not over. And Nathan, too. I'm so sick of him. Don't hang up on Madeline anymore. Like, that made me so mad. When they were on the phone and mm-hmm. um, Bonnie was like, she's going to be so pissed at you. And it's just like, I feel like Bonnie's like, I don't want to be a part of this. You can tell she just doesn't want to. She's just like, please leave me alone. I don't. I don't have time for this. Please just handle your kids. Do what you got to do. But Nathan just... I just want someone to just run him over and then the crash <laughs> the crash with Joe that was crazy too Well
0: yeah I know I mean I think that it this entire show is essentially a crash <laughs> metaphorically <laughs> right and seeing kind of how things go down and I think that Jane will continue to get creepier and a little and I think that Ziggy is gonna get less creepy and Jane will just mm. get
1: creepier yeah maybe who yeah. knows it's just a lot of creeps big, yeah. little creeps
0: i don't know on that note guys we miss you so much ryan yes. and jesse hopefully we will all see them next week but thank y'all so so much for tuning
1: in on that note where can we find you online raquel you can find me on all social media at raquel harris tv and please check out my vlogs raquel conveys that come out every single sunday on youtube And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram
0: at samd43. And we love this show. We love the conversations that we're having. Keep it up. We love your theories. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.